0: This is a GRDC podcast.
1: Sandy soils account for 5 million hectares of Australia's southern grain-growing region. Crop water use and productivity on these sandy soils are commonly limited by a range of soil constraints that affect root growth. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley, and in this podcast, we hear from CSIRO's senior research scientist, Dr Lynn MacDonald, who leads GRDC's Sandy Soils project in the southern region. Lynn was one of the session speakers at the Bendigo Grains Research Update, and when I caught up with Lynn, she reinforced the point that increasing yield is dependent on growers adopting a targeted and cost-effective amelioration plan.
0: Sandy soils are, are particularly important across the southern region. Our project area stretches all the way across the Eyre Peninsula through the Upper Yorks, across the South Australian, Victorian, and New South Wales Mallee, as well as some regions in the Upper Southeast.
1: And the major constraints?
0: The major constraints vary depending on, on the region. Very common uh, to have physical constraints within sandy soils because they naturally compact and they also have hard-setting behaviour. Sands also don't retain or supply nutrients um, particularly well just due to their nature. And then the more regionally specific constraints include repellents or non-wetting behaviour which impacts establishment as well as getting even moisture into the profile. And then other regions, um, emerging problems with acidity in the Upper Yorks and certainly in some of the Upper southeast region as well, there are issues with acidity.
1: Did you talk much at the update itself about uh, the extent of the trials and uh, just exactly what you were doing?
0: The... Update included um, examples from the trials that we have across the region. We have four long-term trials within the project. So three of these were established by PIRSA in 2014, and they have demonstrated the potential to double yields by overcoming soil constraints on these sandy soil systems. The fourth long-term trial was established by Sam Trengrove on the York Peninsula, and it's taken a different approach um, where chicken litter is available, and it's looked at overcoming some of the physical constraints um, with ripping and in combination with improved nutrition through chicken litter or fertiliser application. The new trials that we've established, um, we have six new trials across the region, including Merlong on the Eyre Peninsula, a second trial at Butte, Wakery in the South Australian Mali, Oyen, um, and Carwarp in the vic Malley, and Yenda over in southwestern New South Wales, and the makeup of the particular trials or the experimental design does differ um, because it's specifically targeting the the mixture of constraints that we have at the different sites.
1: So let's talk a little bit more about the design, even though there is a fair bit of variation and and the sort of outcomes that you're seeing.
0: We have common elements across some of the trials. So for example, there are three trials across different rainfall environments that are exploring how crops respond um, to different depths of intervention. Um, So we're looking at ripping to 30 centimetres and then again deeper um, to answer the questions around how much more we can gain from deeper physical um, disruption within these soils. And they come in combination with also looking at what additional gains we can achieve over and above the the physical impact alone um, through incorporating various different nutritional or organic um, amendments into the profile.
1: You mentioned chicken manure, but are there other amendments that you've introduced?
0: Yes, so chicken litter has proven successful um, in some of these trials where it's available, but there are extensive regions across the Sandy region where chicken litter is not available. So we really do need to look at what other resources are available. Um, one is whether or not we can achieve the same type of gains through the use of fertilisers alone and the second is what type of homegrown biomasses or organic matter resources might we be able to incorporate in to achieve the same type of, of gains.
1: Now you touched on ripping some of the um, tillage methods of amelioration but uh, what is the full extent of that and how deep are you going with that ripping?
0: so the profile amelioration methods include ripping which achieves shattering of compacted or hard set layers Um, and then there's also other approaches that that tend to mix or incorporate more Um, so behind our our rip line we can have inclusion plates which help topsoil fall down afterwards um, and include the topsoil um, into the profile The idea being that that will gain longer term benefits compared to ripping or provide greater nutrition from that that topsoil um, inclusion. Um, And then there are a range of deep ploughing methods which are really looking at mixing or inverting that topsoil, top 30 centimetres. And they can be really targeted where we want to um, dilute a particular soil constraint so acidity, for example, or or repellent layers, where we want to either dilute it or or bury, um, bury the issue.
1: Are there also some subsoil issues that you don't want brought to the surface?
0: There most definitely can be. Um, so the the. Large focus of the research trials um, is on sands that are at least 50 centimetres deep. Um, so largely we haven't addressed those um, subsoil uh, toxicity issues. Um, but it's certainly before deciding to, to take an amelioration approach, we should be checking the subsoil toxicities um, to ensure that, that we're not bringing up um, problems into the, into the higher in the profile.
1: Is it too early to work out the cost-effectiveness of the amelioration?
0: Um, So the project will be looking to gather at least five years' worth of uh, yield data uh, in order to to take that into economic and risk modelling um, to really effectively um, address the the economic question. And alongside that, we also have a range of the lower-cost strategies Um, which are applied alongside our intensive profile amelioration methods. Um, So, for example, um, at non-wetting sites, we are looking at annual strategies that use seeding strategies on or off-row sowing, along with the use of wetting agents. And what we really want to do um, is determine where, across the southern environment, we are more likely to get the big bang for the buck Um, from investing in amelioration approaches and where there's still room to optimise the annual strategies and reduce risk around um, production.
1: So where do you take this research? The amelioration is in in, in part, I guess, a preparation for something else.
0: So the amelioration approaches are really looking to overcome and correct some of these constraints that are in, in play within sandy soil systems and then Beyond the amelioration, it's really um, important to think about the ongoing management um, of of the systems. So, firstly, if we have changed um, the the yield potential on these systems, we need to think about um, managing to that new yield potential, and also maximising the the longevity of the effects that that we've achieved. So, for example. Um, Controlled traffic probably goes hand in hand with the amelioration approach um, because it is minimising the opportunity for sands to, to recompact and the, the issue to re, reappear on the short term.
1: Keynote speakers like yourself coming to these updates give growers a fantastic opportunity to hear some valuable information. Have you had much reaction from those who are attending the uh, Bendigo update to your presentation?
0: Um, there have been some really useful, useful discussions um, so I think from a researcher's perspective it's really important to come here and get the feedback, um, particularly of what is already going on out there in the region. Um, because farmers um, are experimenting themselves and we can gain an awful lot from those experiences as to how to better optimise and tweak the approaches in order to, to improve their practicality um, and overcome some of the hurdles that might be in play with these um, big machinery type interventions.
1: What do you hope were maybe some take-home messages uh, that growers would have left the update with?
0: Um, I hope that um, the, our framework that we're working um, working towards within the project um, is taken home in terms of targeting the amelioration approach based on what we think um, the yield gap is for these sandy soils, i.e. what can we really achieve in terms of yield gains through overcoming the constraints, um, and also the importance of targeting the approach the amelioration approach to the specific constraints so rather than maybe starting with what machinery might be available locally start with the, the soil constraints and how do we best target them what machinery is needed in order to target the, the, these constraints and issues
1: CSIRO Senior Research Scientist Dr Lynn Macdonald And for more information and resources on managing sandy soils, search GRDC's website, where you will also find Lynn's update papers. I'm Tony Crowley, and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast.